Brought to you by Seaboat Heating and Air, serving Central Kentucky and the 12th region since 2008. We are family-owned, operated right here in the heart of the 12th region. He offers service, system replacements, and preventative maintenance. So give him a call at 859-304-3121 or 859-304-1555 for all your heating and air needs. And Seaboat says, as always, go Patriots. It's showtime, boys. Let's get it. Welcome to the very first edition of the 12th Region Sports Podcast slash YouTube show, channel, whatever you want to call it. Um, we have Lee with White Raven Media. He's helping us try to figure this stuff out. And um, it's a learning curve, Lee. It's a learning curve, but we're going to get there. Yeah, yeah. It's all, it's going to be a learning curve, but you know what? I, we're going we're gonna to still capitalize on this and take advantage of the game, and we're still going to be head and, head and shoulders above all the other people. So that, That's right. And listen, we got some cool stuff, and hopefully this all works out. We're doing this on the fly in the middle of the worst – Winter weather in the history of the world. That's what they're calling it. Have you seen these Walmart lines, bro? Uh, man, I, I don't even know. But this show will drop on Christmas Day. And we're not going to spend a whole lot of time in this show because we know you guys are not going to sit here and watch for 30 minutes. You're just yeah. not going to be honest about it. So we're going to jump right into it. And we're going to talk about 12th region basketball. We may cover you. We may not cover your team this time. Listen, this is trial by error. We're just trying to figure it out. But anyway, 12th region basketball. Been crazy. It's been crazy right off the bat, Lee. And we're going to do a couple segments here. We're going to do three segments or three topics. Number one, we're going to talk about the front runners. Who are the favorites to win 12th region boys and girls basketball right now, Lee, it starts with Pulaski County Maroons. Boys and girls, Pulaski County 10-0. It, it just seems like everything is working in their favor. Did you see the shot by Barrett Williams? Dude, I, I, I did. I Like, even when he put it up, it looked like he was like, that's not going in. I mean, it's like, I mean, how do you expect that? No one never. Okay, so they, they tagged me in it. Uh-huh. Marstall Pulaski, love you guys. Yo. They tagged me, and they're like, holy, beep. <laughs> uh, you know, like, like I'm like, they're sadly for the win, and I'm like, well, where's the video? Where's the video? And then they send it to me, and I have so much, I'm like, this is not real. I, I, I think they're pulling a prank on me. But it's real. They were down by two. Brian Station misses a free throw. Mr. Williams catches it. Flings it, and it bottoms. Bottoms, dude. Bottoms. <laughs> Undefeated. And you see the other team like in disbelief. Like when it goes up, they're like, like he. I, if you look at the player, and and we'll show it right here. When you look at the player, he turns to the ref like, "There's that's not real. Like that's not legal. Something wasn't real about this." <laughs> Are you? Okay? I mean, they're like that. This is that was like, does that count? Like, is that yeah, good? yeah, yeah. It's good. Pulaski stays 10-0, and Lee, um, so far right now, they seem like they are in a class by themselves. 
no knock to the other teams. They're 10 and 0. They've handled business. Uh, they've been a very good te- uh, DCA team by 10. Now, listen, I know they've not played the Lincolns and the Boyles and the Dampels yet. Uh, but I don't think anybody can argue that Pulaski is the overall number one. In our poll this week, uh, or actually this past week, 9 out of 10 put Pulaski at number one. We only had one voter that dropped them to maybe two, um, so which is crazy. But anyway, so Pulaski has been the front runner in boys and basically girls too. The girls side is handling business. Danville is a front runner. They uh, what is, uh, they have they lost one game maybe? I think maybe two maybe. So Danville, but Danville is a front runner. They got a lot of talent. Owen Barnes is absolutely playing Stunned. remarkable. Um, you know, I didn't realize the kid could jump the way he does. Danville's got a lot of athleticism. You know. They're a front runner. Your Lincoln County. Danville, by the way, let me chime in. Danville is nine and two right now with a loss to Pulaski and a loss to Livingston Academy. Um, that was back in December twenty, uh, December twentieth. But so I mean, Danville's a front runner. You know, Lincoln. They've had a couple bad games to this point. Um, one game could have went either way. They're still. In that class of front runners, I think because they're two, you know, they're they're defending region champs. They got Jeff Jackson. They're going to be there at the end. Um, it's just there's there's no if ands or buts about it. I guess you could say. And then the surprise fourth team I'm going to put in that category is DCA Danville Christian Academy. They have seven footer in the middle. They got a six four six five kid that has. NBA athleticism. They got a superior point guard that would start for any team in the yeah. region and a boy who actually scored his 1,000th point against Bull County the other night. And I was there when Titus came up as a seventh grader and started varsity. And Bull County beat DCA by 50 on Bull County's home floor. Titus Boyd started as a seventh grader and scored zero points. Zero. Last night in their first ever, or the other night in their first ever win against Ball County, he dropped his 1,000th career point. And he's still got two and a half years to go. Yeah. So, I mean, he's going to be a 2,000-point scorer. He's going to be DCA's all-time leading scorer. Uh, but anyway, so th- your front runners right now have to be Pulaski, Danville, Lincoln, and DCA, all 45th. So Somerset, I thought Somerset, you know, they're well coached. Ryan Young, great coach, great young coach. Somerset has got kids, and I'll name out two, Andrew Whitaker and uh, uh, Ben Godby. Ben Godby, I put it out, I don't know if anybody saw it on my Instagram, reminds me of Allen Iverson. Just the tough grit, I don't care about my body, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to sacrifice everything. And then you've got a Steph Curry on the side and Andrew that can literally hit anything it feels like. There was a couple moments in those games that I was at where it was like when he crosses half court, you're just worried the ball's going to go in. They're just that good of a dynamic duo. Yeah, you know, Somerset, listen, when you bring in young teams like Ryan has, and he does have a young team for the most part, you need two things. Number one, you need talent, and then you need that talent to play harder. Yeah. If you play for Ryan Young, you're going to play harder. You're not going to play. And now the next step in that process is learning how to win. A lot of young teams, they may find themselves in a game or two they shouldn't be in, 
and they should they lose a game or two they shouldn't lose. But it's the process of learning how to win games. And uh, you saw it at DCA last year yeah. and the year before, and now they're starting to learn to win those games. Somerset will learn to win games, big games. They will continue to improve, and they will be okay. Uh, another team, you know, Mercer, and we have, I mean, Trevor Ellis is absolutely lighting it up. I don't have his numbers in front of me, but he is, Trevor Ellis is the real deal. I mean, he's playing some phenomenal basketball. You know, the things with the Mercers and the Waynes and the Somersets is they'll win a game. Like I said, you're like, wow, they won. And then they'll lose a game. You're like, how in the world did they lose that? Uh, and that's just, that's just sports. And that's, uh, especially you take DCA, for instance, they beat Boyle. Which and I don't care to say this, that was their Super Bowl. Right now, that was their Super Bowl. They turn around and get beat by Madison's Thunder the very next day. And you know, so But like how much how much of that do you think was you know how you hear about teams that go all in for one game because they it means so much to them and then they they're just tired the next day or something like that. Yes. Do you think that plays into it? Yes, because uh Bull County is in the state DCA's in Bull County. Yeah. Uh it's no secret they lose a lot of kids to Boyle County. My son was at DCA. We transferred to Boyle. Uh, two others transferred to Boyle from DCA. So DCA people look at that game as a way to prove themselves. That that what people understand is DCA beating Garrett, and this is no knock to Garrett. DCA beating Garrett is last year is okay. They beat Garrett. DCA beating a Boyle was like a statement win. Like a we're here now. We are here. And it, to those people there, it felt good because, you know, how many kids they've lost to Bowl County over the years because the, 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 the whole M.O. was, well, you know, they'll stay there until they're in middle school and they transfer to Bowl County because of sports. Well, now they're pointing their finger and saying, hey, look, we just beat the almighty Bowl County basketball team. And, and, and I'm not trying to ruffle no feathers either way. I'm just telling you how it is. Those are facts. F-A-C-T-S. Facts. Just switching the gears a little bit. Let's talk about some front runners on the girls' side. I don't want to get in too deep and talk and use all my info on the boys. Just yeah, let's talk girls. Front runners, Pulaski again. They are beating everyone they need to beat. They've uh, they beat the teams that they played in the region. I think as well. Pulaski caught me off guard a little bit. I'm just gonna be honest with you. I didn't know the Pulaski girls program was going to be that good to me. It was always Mercer and Southwestern. Now, let's just throw out uh, Mercer. Let's talk about Mercer real quick. Mercer got dealt a really bad deal or a really tough luck when Timberland Yeast uh, tore her ACL. She's a winner, man. She is a winner. She's one that, she's probably the best female athlete I've ever seen in my life. And not being able to compete is hard. It's hard. But for her, Sam positive rehabilitating, getting healthy. You know, high school is just a small portion of their lives. And at this time, it's hard to know that, you know, because everybody, you're playing for a 12th region. It's all, that's what it's all about. Somerset, man, Cassandra McCorder is doing a phenomenal job. They, I, I think they're contenders all the way. They have a chance to, to make some noise. They play Pulaski to the last shot, which is huge. Mm-hmm. So, and they can kind of keep the, the ball rolling here. Southwestern. I noticed they paid attention to the rankings a little bit, and they see themselves sliding. But I had someone reach out to me and say they played a very tough schedule, very tough schedule. 
So it might be a little bit of um, what's the word I'm looking? Fool's gold, maybe. Mm, yeah, not really fool's gold, but but Southwestern may still be the team in the 12th region for girls. And but the great thing is we're going to find out soon enough because when we get in district play, we're going to see those things. We're going to see them go against each other. I mean, because Southwestern has really tested themselves early this year. They played a lot of tough games, man. Hey, there's your contenders. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Does that mean contenders? Your front runners, boys, Pulaski, uh, Lincoln, Dample, and DCA. Your girls with Pulaski, Somerset, um, Dample. I'm sorry. We forgot to mention Dample. Dample, uh, Coach Judy Mason, they're always going to be good. And Southwestern, we mentioned Mercer, but I didn't think they come. They weren't front runners. They came in as a front runner, but the injury kind of set them back. And we should so, probably let people know that these what we're doing right now is not releasing our top five or top yeah. anything like that. What we're doing is because all of that stuff is out of our hands now. We do not yeah. we do not vote. We do not have a vote. We allow outside unbiased as possible people to vote. And what we're yeah. doing is just from the Kenny G. And the White Raven Media eye test, we're just giving our opinions and looking at what we've got in front of us right now. Yes, definitely. We're just talking. We wanted to do a show that just kind of talked about the first couple of weeks of basketball season. Yeah. All right. Speaking of which, I'm glad you let into the whole White Raven Media. Lee, we have uh, we really put a focus on being at games. You have been all over the place, man. You're taking some great shots. Uh, talk a little bit about what your plan is with the 12th region and, and you just trying to be at different games and stuff like that for the, this season. My main focus with 12th region, and and I know that me and Kenny and Jimmy and all the people that are a part of 12th region are aligned in this aspect, that we care deeply about players first. Players making sure that they are highlighted, making sure that they are known, and making sure that all of the hard work that goes into um, what these student-athletes do on and off the court gets noticed. And so what I've tried to do is make sure that we're covering all of the 12th region. I'm trying to get to every single game. I've got a couple more teams that's reached out that we're going to try to make schedules for. Um, but if you, again, want to set your game, reach out to us, let us know, because I'm trying to get all of the 12th regions from the people we don't often talk about, like the Bergens and those kind of teams that are in the 12th region, all the way to the giant juggernauts like Pulaski. Um, and I'm just giving these kids an opportunity to have a video, have something, and, and just have memories made. Um, just I'm, I'm doing a whole lot, man, and, and I'm thankful for the 12th region to bring me on and be able to be a part of this because um, it's all about the student-athlete and what we can do for their game, their, their life, their career, and also just their future aspects and goals. Yes, we, we definitely got a lot of good things in the work, yeah. and... This part of like this show right here, we can't do without White Raven Media, and like I said, some of the clips and the, the the pictures you take are awesome, and and um, I know players and parents appreciate those things. Now, on the downside with Twelfth Region Sports, every now and then we drop a list that people don't agree about. <laughs> no, no, not real. Can't so, be, dude. So, so, so you know, um, you can't get them all right. And I promise you all, we have good intentions with everything we do. Um, sometimes it don't come out that way, or it don't look that way from a from a from a perception. But I promise you, we've always been about the kids, and, and we will always try to do that. And we try to recognize all kids, even the ones that may not get 
the love or the limelight. Hey, and what, if anything, what we do is start conversations. That's what we say behind the scenes all the time in our text threads is if a conversation started, that's just highlighting publicity for you. And so, hey, go I'm on. Getting winter trolls. Though. I'm just telling you right now. I'm about to. Yo, any anybody with a burner account, let's just leave it at that. Yeah, they have burner. <laughs> like, like, these people just pop up and I'll click on them. And they'll be like, join December 2020. Yeah, like a day That's after the list was made. Kind of, like, you have to do that. I mean, come on. And don't hide behind a fake name. Come on. Or or a blank profile picture. It's, it is what it is. If, I, mean, it, it, I mean, we're just starting a conversation. We're not looking to start hate or beef. And then, you, I mean, but if, I mean, here's, here's the good thing for you players that are out there. If it means that much to somebody to create a whole account for a burner account, you're doing something right. <laughs> I, listen, I think it's always funny because people are like meaningless rankings, meaningless rankings. What we do is meaningless, but yet we piss a lot of people <laughs> off. So we must mean something to somebody. It has to mean something to somebody. We're going to be as real as possible. Yes. I'm going to be me. I'm not going to hold back. I'm going to say what needs to be said sometimes, and we're going to go with it. All right, next segment, Lee. We did our front runner surprises. Let's talk about the surprises so far in the 12th region basketball. And I'm going to just, um, let's see. I, I got to go DCA again. Like everybody really? was going to be okay, but they're top four, maybe top three in the region. And they have all the pieces. Now I know there's controversy with some of those pieces, but they have the pieces, man. If anybody watched that Boyle game, and I'm not throwing shade at anybody, it looked like for a moment that was a close game. But when, when a couple of those players turned on, it was like they were using them as toys, dude. I mean, some of those kids were just having their way with some of the, with the defense. And uh, DCA has not just been a surprise, but they've, they've blown our minds this year about how talented that team really is and could even go deeper than we even thought. Yeah, Emmanuel Duke. Is I mean stud athletes. He he can you know, and I've I've known this for a while. And like I said, I have connections to the program. I'm not really connected no more because once you leave a program and you leave the way I had to leave, you don't really shake hands and kiss babies much anymore. You know what I mean? I, I love those kids. They know I love them. So Boyside DCA. I'll tell you what. I mean, I'm, I'm not I'm not trying to pick on them here. But I think Boyle's been a little bit of a surprise in the other direction. Of course, obviously, you know, they um, they struggled without the without their football kids. You know, Boyle is a football school. Let's just be real about it. They're going to play for football championships every single year. Hags will make sure of it. He, he's a great football coach. There's no, 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 no denying him there. And they're going to compete for a state championship every year. They're going to play deep into the playoffs every year. And, and basketball will have to play a few games without them. I, I, I guess I set my expectation. You know, Boyle falls in that Lincoln County line where you have a certain expectation. I, I don't know. I just want to see more. Am I wrong about that? Am, am I missing that? I think, at least personally speaking for me, what I expected out of Boyle was um, you saw what Tavy did at Garrett last year. And then you look at what um, there was a lot of. I will be the one to say I heard a lot of talk about Jakey coming out of this offseason. He's a different animal. Yep. He's a different thing. So you're expecting this 
kind of like, and, and then Sage apparently was a surprise that he, they didn't know if he was going to play. And then him coming onto the team was a surprise. Guy Turner, you got an eighth grader dropping threes left and right. The kid's a stud. And you can even have the potential of even some of these other eighth graders that are just as good. Um, your son being one of them, man. But, uh, you know, I just think it's one of those, one of those things where you heard a lot of conversation and just me personally speaking, a lot of conversation in the off season about all these improvements and all of these gains and Tavy coming over. But it's just when you have that many, I guess, pieces going on and maybe like you've got this five in five out kind of like, what, what was that? What did you call it? Kenny the other day? I can't remember the platooning. The platooning yeah. Um, you kind of got that squad. It, it, you know, that's kind of like a whole different system. They don't even look like the same identity Boyle County that you know we saw last year. But they did lose a huge piece with Luke Imfeld. Um, you know that sharpshooter that he, they had there. Um, so you know it's it, it might be a surprise in the other direction for sure. But I I still think all the pieces are there. It's just making it work and making shots fall. You're you are one hundred percent correct, and I and I've even said this. They have all the pieces to be. Yeah. The best team in the region. They I'm do. Just gonna say. They do. They, it's just figuring out how to blend it together, and this goes back to they just not had no practice time together. They they've not been together long enough. Yeah. And now, now people don't want to hear that, you know, because they're like, well, that's who's. I mean, so what? You you look at like the Pulaski County, who they've just got these basketball only people. And then you've got this uh, Boyle County that a lot of their athletes come from Boyle County. And they're on this high, dude. They're on this state championship high. And that's kind of hard to come down from because you're still mentally in this um, this football mindset, this football game. And I don't personally know, but that, in just my opinion, when you've got the just when you're on top of the mountain in football, it's kind of hard to just totally overnight switch gears and just start playing basketball and just have this total yeah. revamp. I'm going to be brutally honest about this part right here, and I've kind of held on, held in this a little bit. But Bull County is a great football school because they work on football all the time. They put in the work on football. They put it in, and that's it shows. You can't just show up on the basketball court and play. Yeah, you have to put work in. Some of us do it year round. Like we work on this year round, mm-hmm. and, and then. You know, some kids are especially talented enough that they can just show up and boom, yeah. there it is. Um, so, but, but, I mean, like, is winning basketball as important as it is as winning football? That's a that's that's a that's a county question right now. You look at school GRC, perfect example, won the state championship basketball last year. They put a lot of emphasis on the basketball program. Uh, you know, Boyle does a good job. I mean, those kids, I mean, it's always good for kids to play multiple sports. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that you, you got to, you know, you, you got to work at all those trades. And, um, and like I said, I don't want this to go one way or the other. It's out there. But, yes, it's hard to to go and put all that work in, win those football games and be beat up and just jump straight to basketball and mentally be in the basketball game. Yeah. You, just can't, you can't, you know, and it's a whole different so much energy, so much emotion goes into winning those football championships. So the question, for my opinion, I guess, you know, as we kind of close out looking at Boyle, is, um, you know, how much work are you putting in the offseason? Because it shows with some of these programs. Um, I know Kaden, me and Caden Lancaster was kind of talking in the offseason, and he was talking like, dude, I've worked out. 
I've, 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 I'm hungry and stuff like that. And, and, you know, it shows in his game right now. When we talk basketball only, and you ask, well, why is Boyle stumbling out of the gate with basketball? Well, it's because, you know, these other teams have been dedicated to basketball for X amount of time, whereas, you know, Bull County is just a different animal. Let's go over to the girls' side and, and surprises on the girls' side. I'm, I'm going to throw out Southwestern. You know, at first, they don't look like the Southwestern we're expecting. So it's, but it's easy to get confused because of their schedule that they play, but they do have a few losses, four, maybe. Mm. I don't have that in front of me, like I said, but, you know, that was a surprise for me starting off because when I look at their scores, I mean, you know, it takes a minute to have to figure out the, hey, wait a minute, they're playing some really good teams here. But, like I said, I, I'm just eager to see how they, when, 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 when the game, like, okay, so it's hard to really tell until we get to playing each other in the region, in the district. You know what I mean? Yeah. I want to see Opaski. I want to see them against Somerset. I want to see them against those teams to see how they stack up. Mm-hmm. Maybe a damble. Just, I, I haven't looked at the schedule. I don't know who they play, but that would be some good things to kind of look at. Surprises continuing in the 12th. And, and we talked about front or Somerset's a surprise. Like, I, I mean, I didn't have them labeled as a front runner early in the year. But they seem to be like a top two or three team in the region right now. Looking at the record here, they're eight and two right now with some big time wins. Uh, Russell County is fifty nine and eighteen. Um, they beat them. That was you know going up with that summer the Mercer County girls seventy to sixty seven. That was a pretty big win for them seventy to fifty four over Rock Castle. Um, and then kept it close with Pulaski, like we said earlier. You know, uh, last second shot. Um, it was all that separated Pulaski and Somerset. So. Going to be a fun ride, man. I'm telling you, I, look, we got to get to more girls' games, Lee. Yeah, we got. That's 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 where that's where everybody wants us at. I can tell, you. Yeah, and we're missing out on some action here, obviously. Let's move on. We'll go to our last segment of our first ever show, which is probably going to be controversial, Uh-oh. and we're going to get canceled and everything else. But it's your dark horses. So who are some teams, man, that you're like just like they're getting no respect, but you know they're like, you you can see them. Uh, well, I mean, shout out to uh, our sponsor, uh, Seabold Heating and Air. He has jumped on the train and started driving the Garrett County train. Um, yes. Yeah, that has got to be the one team that you're looking at right now, going. You know, as we talk about how great DCA is and, and, and all that stuff with a huge win over DCA um, with at, at DCA, too. And you're talking about uh, this kid, uh, Cooper. Is that his name? Ethan Cooper. Ethan yeah. Cooper, yeah. Um, I hoop Cooper. That's how I know him by. I didn't want to. I didn't know if he was Hooper or Cooper, but obviously he is a Hooper as a Cooper. But, I mean, the, the dude's a stud. He's one of those like Maddox McKinney right now where – you kind of wonder, and I'll even I'll even say this and dabble in it. You wonder if um, he's been able to shine his game a little bit more now that um, that the ball doesn't seem to kind of uh, rely on like a Tavy Quisenberry in the team or something like that. You wonder if kind of his game is being able to be highlighted a little bit more, and he's just able to ball out. I know he's even reached out to us and said, "Yo, 
y'all got to come to a Garrett kind of game. Let's get some let's get some love here for GC. And and it was looking like you know we might need to take him up on his word because he kind of seems like a dark horse. That would be that would I think be the one I would look at right now as a as a as look at this look at this team right now. Ethan Cooper, from my knowledge, has not played in a region tournament. Maybe he did when he was at Danville, but I don't, I can't remember for sure. And when Tavy left, Garrett, you know, that hurt. The whole offense runs through Ethan now, mm-hmm. and it basically did before. You know, Tavy kind of got his own shot and and did his own thing, which he's phenomenal. But now Ethan does what he wants to do. He still plays in the all within the offense. It's it's kind of like his game's able to breathe is the way that I would put yeah. it. So and he's going to get his shots. He's going to get his points. And, and I've, I've been able to communicate with him one on one. And he's super motivated because he does feel disrespected. He does, you know, Garrett County is disrespected. And within our, I've even done it because you know we were leading up to the season. Like I was like, well, there's four teams in the 45th that could win, and the others Garrett. You know, like, <laughs> like, wow, yeah. And and um, sometimes I let my expert knowledge but, but see even when i went to garrett i'm a class of 11 alum it was like that back then too it was like it was garrett had some athletes they had some talent they just couldn't get it going and i for whatever yeah. reason I, I i want to see the student athletes at garrett county get respect get the light that they deserve and i want to see their game shine as much as i know it can well they need to continue to do they have a chance this year, you know, beating DCA at DCA is huge because that gym. If you've ever been to that gym, you have, I have. Yeah. It's different, man. It's smaller. I think I was in it for four and a half minutes, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you gotta keep that out. Uh, anyway, we'll we'll save that for a, a story time. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it, it beating them at D, I mean, that's a huge win. And, and you know, I put on Twitter that hey, DCA has put the forty fifth on notice, and people are like. Garrett beat DCA, so where does that put Garrett? You know, Garrett barely even got any votes in our poll or rankings. Yeah. Like, like, they're not looking at them, so they are definitely a dark, dark horse. McCray Central, super dark horse as well. They mm-hmm. are. They just beat. Was it Wayne County that they may have beat? Um, they beat someone the other day that that caught my attention. So McCray Central may be a team that we need to keep an eye on moving forward as well in the boys. McCreary Central with a big win over a double-digit win over Somerset. Um, mm-hmm. That one was a surprise to was, me. Yep, You're high on Somerset. I am high I mean, on Somerset. I know how well Somerset's coached. McCreary Central, and we don't know who played, who didn't play, all that stuff. You know, but... To win by 13. I think it should be noted, as I'm just now seeing this, that was an Arby's KFC Classic at McCreary Central. I don't know if there was a home field advantage, but I do know Somerset travels really well. Those Briar jumpers jump over those fences all the time, but still. And that's not far of a drive for them. (laughs) Girl side. Can we put Southwestern in all three of them? I think you can put them in a dark horse if they continue to grow like they have been. Very, very recently. Everybody's counting them out. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, I know Coach Mode and what he's doing right now. He's pulling bulletin board material. But they're ranked fourth or fifth in our poll. People are 
kind of sleeping on them. You're back-to-back region champ. When you've started off like they have, yeah, you're going to sleep on them a little bit, but maybe that maybe that's giving them the right to be that dark horse. DCA is another dark horse. When you have a kid that is 6'4", that can do anything they want to, mm-hmm. you're a problem. You're a problem. You know, and now this year they have the Alexia Baldock, who is their point guard, phenomenal player that changes the way they play the game a little bit. Then they got a, uh, I think they got a kid from Forget County, actually, who is a great player as well. You know, you see some of these athletes that are like, they're really long and they're really tall, but their hand-eye coordination might be off a little bit or something like that. Yeah. You don't see that with her. You see like she's got her got her faculties there and she's able to use them and she looks like she moves really well at 6'4". All right, Lee. Well, I mean, that kind of covers what we wanted to tonight. You know, we had our front runners, our surprises, and our dark horses, people that, you know, the ones that are counted out. Man, there's a lot of basketball yet to go. Oh, Kenny, we've now put our faces out there. Hey, it's all about fun. We're just having That's a good time. That's all we're doing, yep. And, and um, we're going to continue to get out there and watch these games. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm officially free for the next two months now because my uh, the weather has slowed work down. You know, for the most part, I want to thank our sponsors. You got Seaboat Heating and Air. Yep. Chris Hazlett, our local Grippos man who furnishes with Grippos all the time. And JK Automotive, who does all the work on the Cobra. Hey, shout and, out to shout out to Burn the Ships too. Yes, you see that? Shout shout out Pulaski on Burn the Ships. That's sick. And I, I, I actually I got another one that says no quarter. <laughs> Anyway, man, we, we just appreciate you guys. Stick with us. Like I said, we're not always going to say the right thing, but we're always with good intentions. Yeah, We will at your games. Look for White Raven Media or our 12th region tags. We'll be there to come say hi. Yep. I guess we're going to leave you with this, Lee. A Merry, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, guys. Hope oh. you got everything you wanted. Happy holidays. Yep, love you, bro. We'll see y'all soon. Um, Merry Christmas, guys. Everything been up this road. I can see it miles down the road. I'ma keep going for the gold. Only question, which way do I go? Uh, everything been up in smoke. I can see it miles down the road.